0: Roth one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing,
1: that it was all started by a mouse.
0: We just become best friends. Yep.
2: Gentlemen, start your engines.
0: To infinity and beyond. Touch of madness around here.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. It's January 30th, 2023 and this is episode 280. My name is Justin and tonight I'm joined by a couple of my buddies. It's good to uh, see everybody smiling and we've got a fun topic tonight, but let me go around the table and see how everybody's week been. Starting with my good buddy from, uh, from the south, Aussie Dave. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just today, Riley, I was walking through a store and uh, I came around the corner. You know, whenever you're in grocery stores and literally it's like blind intersections going around the the, the corner. And so I came around the corner and I, another person came around and I go, oh, p- pardon me, mate, like that. And she looks at me and she goes, you've been friends with Aussie Dave too long now.
0: That's and I was just like <laughs> Tell her I also think you've been friends with Aussie Dave too long. So... Uh. <laughs> Well done, well done. How are you, man? Good. good. Everything's good. Um, it's yeah. been an interesting couple of weeks. Um, I Cliff Notes version had a small car accident um, uh, about a week ago, um, and I'm still a little sore from it. I'm, and I have to go to a doctor, and I don't enjoy doing that. So, um, but uh, it's one of those moments where you realise you have to be an adult. So um, we were rear-ended. So nothing major. Um, everybody's alive, but it's it is what it is.
2: I thought they tell you not to bump the cars in Tomorrowland. Oh, is that?
0: I should pay attention to that. No, uh, that announcement. Oh, I guess. Okay, you. Right, yeah. I thought, I so that's funny. Uh, fun. yeah. Yeah. Tomorrowland <laughs> Speedway. I get. Your, I get your reference. You're funny. Um, well done. Well, I'm um, glad everybody's okay, man. Yeah, but other than that, just busy week. Um, lots of fun in Disney World, and I know when I'm going to ride Tron.
2: Oh, you do? You got yeah, your date? Yeah,
0: I did. I've already got my date. So um, in uh, just a few days, uh, I think it was the 10th of February, I'll be going. Have you seen it lit up yet? Um, No. I know they lit it so. up. Yes. I saw a post that they were lighting it up, but I have not seen it in person yet. Yeah. No.
2: I wish it had been a Clark Griswold moment and they had gone to do it. And it's like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, do you do you get the, to write it at night? No, it'll be afternoon. <sighs> Got so.
3: What a waste of time, uh, Clark. <laughs> terrible. Uh, well,
0: let, me,
2: let me go check on my other buddy. Uh, he's way up north there. He is a professional green screen artist, the one the only Mr. Dan Rossi. How are you, man?
3: I'm good. I'm cold. In my basement here, freezing. Uh, I had a problem last week on our show. I have a, a system where I turn my furnace off because it's literally right behind me. And if it goes on during the podcast, it's loud and it's just kind of obnoxious. So I turn it off and I th- I put something on the stairs. And Jen came down here to... I know there was a whole debacle last week where Finn couldn't find his keys to go to hockey practice. And I think she moved what I had on the stairs. She's like, geez, what is Dan doing leaving this on the stairs? So after the show last week, I didn't see anything. I just walked right up the stairs, went to bed, woke up the next morning. It was about 57 degrees in the house. And while, while I'm a big fan in the summertime of it being nice and uh, nice and chilly, I am not a fan of that in the wintertime. And it was cold when I woke up the next morning and Jen was not a happy camper. So uh, I, I've put a couple things on the uh, the stairs that include a note saying, do not touch. So that way I do not forget to turn the furnace back on uh, at the end of the show tonight so I don't freeze my butt off.
2: I love that Dan has to leave breadcrumbs for himself to to remember where he's been and where he's going. You know, it's just it's, it's something very interesting. Um, well, I, I hope you stay warm too, my friend, and please don't forget to turn that off. I want Jen to still like us at the end of all this. Uh, let me go and check in
1: with my roommate, the one, the only. He'll be here soon, staying with me. How are you, Mike? Good, good, and um, I'm now that we're talking about you know sleeping temperatures. I'm going to have to figure out how to adjust your thermostats when I get down there uh, on Friday night. Uh, I think 57 is a fantastic temperature to be sleeping in, so uh, I think we can accommodate that, Justin. You get that true feeling of what Dan was going through, and uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. It's going to be. Uh, I have a short week this week. I know the way my work schedule works, I have one long week and one short week. This is my short week, and I have a three-day weekend coming up, so I am super excited to see you this Friday. It's part of my uh, thing. I also want to say, because once the show drops, my my oldest daughter, Sarah, will officially not be a teenager anymore. She's going to be turning 20 this Thursday, so happy birthday to Sarah. Um, I can't believe my child is no longer a teenager. It almost feels like the other day when she was being born, so uh, I know she doesn't listen to the podcast that often, but when and if she does, and she gets to listen back to this one. Happy Happy
2: birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah. That's absolutely awesome. Um, glad you're awesome. trying with her. Amazing. Yeah, man. Very cool. Uh, well, I want to get into, of course, our topic. We had a great topic tonight. Before I do that though, I gotta talk a little bit about how I think I may have missed uh, the boat on something. If there's a Disney first that I've never done, and I don't know if I'm gonna get an opportunity to do it. it doesn't happen too often. There's a first and I want to chat about it. And I'm talking about Trail's End coming to a close. Uh, it's good. Spring 2023 scheduled to go down for refurbishment, but it is closing as the restaurant. We know it coming in as more of a quick service, uh, style option. That's going to be over there at the uh, campgrounds. I I've never done it. And you know, Jamie, who, you know, I work with she raves about Trails End, absolutely loves it. Dave, have you done Trails End before?
0: I have. I've been to Trails End a couple of times, so uh, mostly on tour, I think. I don't know if I've ever been there just for, but um, there's there's some great food options there. So there was a good breakfast brunch option, um, and yeah, so it'll be sad to see it go. It'll be interesting to see how they bring it back, but um, yeah, a little surprised by it as well, I thought, mm-hmm. I Yeah. I was I was wasn't under the impression that it was struggling by any means. So yeah. Well, you know what's interesting
2: to me uh, with that is the fact that, you, of course, you have hooptie doo there, but that's a signature type of you know that's that's a, a dinner and show all in Right. One. That's um, a, a separate. Yeah, it's it's unto a different itself. animal. Yes. Yeah. It's completely different. But two, when you stay at the campgrounds, I think typically the people that stay at the campgrounds they are ha- already have their own quick service options there like either in their camper or in you know their cabin like that's why you choose that option to stay at Walt Disney World is because you can have those quick service options there um, so you're losing the one table service option that you really have at the campgrounds so Mike have you ever tried it before I've never I've never been there
1: and I, I really am kind of bummed that I might not get to nope I have not tried it I've never uh been over there at all for that um so no it's not something that i'm gonna miss because i haven't tried it before but uh like you said i I can see what you're saying about like the campers kind of having their own stuff there so it's kind of weird that that was the uh thing to hit the chopping block
2: yeah definitely and dan you're gonna be down in march is this something you would try to sneak over and do real quick i don't know there is not a date on this it is just spring 2023 um would you sneak over there and try to figure it out
3: i'm not sure we'll have time i i've had reservations here numerous times and, you know, as our Disney trip came closer or as the days became closer and we tried to figure out what we were doing, it always fell off. So I'm a little disappointed that we didn't try it. Um, I'm Actually, the only time I've over, been over to Fort Wilderness was for Hoop-Dee-Doo. Um, you know, it's, I guess, a little... With me. Yeah, a little more difficult to get to, I guess. But, I mean, I like, like you said, I am surprised without there being another table service there with... I mean, because it's a fairly big resort, you'd think they have that option for those folks over there, but I guess they're just going to have to, uh, you know, resort hop at this point.
2: Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, seeing, seeing, and, and you know what those, sometimes those quick services, like you always talk about Dave is, you know, you talk about some of those quick services are better than the table service, uh, whenever it comes down to it. So maybe it's a great addition. We will see, uh, what it has to do there, but that's not the topic tonight. I'm excited to get into tonight's topic. This is going to be a kind of a brief overview of this and we'll do some more in-depth stuff in the future. But tonight's topic, guys, is the six clubs of Disney. And what do I mean by that? Whenever a Disney fanatic looks at Walt Disney uh, World, Disneyland, other Disney properties as a whole, Disney Cruise Line, they might not realize that there are a lot of clubs that they can become members uh, at. And tonight we're going to go over all six of the Disney clubs that you can become a member at, if uh, if you wish and if you uh, you know financially it makes sense for you. Um, and we're going to talk about each one, kind of the benefits of each, a little bit of the history of each. And I'm excited to get into it. Let's start with uh, with a fun one. It's actually I'm gonna as soon as I get done here, uh, recording. I am going to renew my membership to this first one because I love the gift that is coming this year. And I am talking about D23, an amazing club. I know Mike, you looked into the history of this just a little bit.
1: I did. I did. Uh, you know, V23 is one of those special things that comes up, you know, every couple of years. Uh, it, it's been around. It's actually started in 2009. And uh, if you don't know what it re- refers to, the D is for Disney and a 23 is for the year that Walt founded the company. Um, it's a it's. Out of the clubs we're talking about, it's definitely one of the more economical ones you can get into tonight. It's certainly the um, the one of the, the uh, I don't want to say cheapest, but it was one of the clubs that if you wanted an entry-level club to get into, this would definitely be the way to go. Um, they have two plans. They have an, uh, a $99 a year plan, and they have a $129 plan a year, and um, the first expo was back in Anaheim Convention Center back in September. Uh very easy club to get into. As a Disney fanatic, it's definitely worth it. If you buy the bigger plan, you get a couple of extra little gifts and super surprises. So uh, uh, as a D23 member myself, you know, you can, you buy that annual mean, and we spend so much more money on other stuff. Uh, it gives you a couple of other things like discounts. Um, I enjoy my D23 discount. I kind of feel like having being a DVC member, kind of goes hand in hand. So uh, I've been doing it for a while.
2: You know, for me, it's um, something I kind of let fall off during COVID. I need to get back to, but if you want to go to D23, then you kind of need to be a member. I mean, it's one of those things where you get the uh, the added benefit of getting early access, access to special events like you were kind of chatting about. But for me, it's the yearly gift. I've gotten a couple that I really enjoy that I actually have framed. Um, they're not up behind me, but I've framed them because I really think they're super cool. Um, but I, you know, whenever you talk, and also the quarterly magazine for me is a no-brainer. One of the better magazines Disney puts out and uh, something that is definitely worthy of coffee table right there. Uh, Dave, have you... Now, it's a little different for you, you know, with your situation. Have you ever looked into D23 membership before?
0: Um, I have I, I have not. Uh, it's not something I've ever chased down. I'm familiar with it. Um, but, yeah, being a cast member, I already, like, get access to similar information at about the same time and things like that. So, um, and... Yeah, I don't know if it's ever something that I'm like, oh, I really want to go to that. Um, it does seem like a lot of fun. They have uh, have some great panels and things uh, at D23, but um, yeah, I've never looked into the membership.
2: What if we do a table one year at the expo? We'll look that would it. be fun. You would well, go then.
0: Well, Yeah. <laughs> Only because we can't leave you unattended. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh,
2: have you seen the gift this year, Dan? The gift this year is really cool. It's the uh it's the exclusive set features Mickey Mouse, leader of the club. It's a milestone statue. And uh I to be honest, I want to renew just for that alone.
3: Yeah, that one actually looks really cool. I like we explained before, if it's free, it's for me. Uh, I have the general free membership right now and I that's what I've had for a few years and and actually oh, what some a of cheapskate. the Chiefscape wrong with you. There were some benefits that came with that because when uh when Disney Plus came out if you were a D23 member either general, gold or whatever, you were able to get that awesome deal where it was like I think we got like was it 2 or 3 years for like 150 yeah. bucks and I mean that was I mean pennies on the dollar compared to what it what it's charging now so um, but yeah, I mean, looking at that statue, that that is a little, that is pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind possibly, uh, you know, maybe forking out some money.
0: Ooh, and, looking to upgrade to that hundred dollar <laughs> club. Ooh, uh,
3: I'll, I'll have to break out the wallet. The butterflies will come. All right, out those moths. The moths. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, it's one of those things too, where look, we're going to Disneyland. Of course, get a hold of us. The DDP. Disneyland family vacation going July 14th through the 17th. Uh, Get a hold of the show at awaywithmetravel.com. We'll get you booked tons of great people coming out for that. But you actually get some discounts, Mike, uh, with this, and it's quite a few different ones. And the one, look, stands out right away for me, is I will go and tell you, for the people who have never been to Disneyland, Disneyland churros crush Walt Disney World churros. It's not even close. Uh, They're so, so good. And you do get a discount there at California Churro at Downtown Disney out there. But that's one of many, many, many discounts across properties that you can enjoy, uh, including $3 off tickets at the Walt Disney Family Museum if you're traveling that way. Uh, you can go to the Walt Disney Hometown Museum in Marceline, uh, which we have chatted about that qu- quite extensively in the past. So lots of great stuff. And the biggest one is, look, if you can't get a room on property, property uh, at the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista at Disney Springs, you actually get 20% off your hotel room, which is a big, big discount if uh, you're looking at staying over that way. So lots of great stuff with that. Uh, Mike, for the discounts alone, you know, you and I, we do it. We do it for the gifts. Uh, I've never even thought about using the discounts, to be honest. But this is something that makes the, maybe just a little more valuable.
1: I believe we used a discount over in Disney Springs one time because they give a discount on the Al, uh, the Alex and Alani. The the, uh, they do. Yeah, so I, I, we did that one time. Sammy was collecting those bracelets for a while, so uh, I've, I've used that discount for that. And I think just, just that discount alone probably paid for most of the membership. So uh, that was worth it with the amount of stuff that we bought over there in the, uh, the uh, Disney Springs.
2: I absolutely love it. Well, let's move on. Uh, Like I said, we go back
1: on some of these, and we'll do a more in-depth look
2: into some. Let's go to the other extreme of the spectrum, okay? We're going from Dan's uh, (coughs) modest free membership. What was it? (laughs) If it's (laughs) free, it's for me. I love that. If it's free, (laughs) it's for me, Dan Rossi. Um, (laughs) uh, And let's move over to uh, a club that is so exclusive, it's more exclusive, probably the most exclusive club uh, in disney and we are talking about golden oak um this is a unbelievable uh opportunity to join a club that very very few people are a part of now i'm coming to you first dave because you have the most experience probably with even i've never even been through the gates at golden oak uh, i'm guessing you maybe have at some point uh to pick up that's um, where he this lives. is a beautiful pro- huh <laughs> that's okay. where he
1: lives Oh, it's where wish. he lives. He lives at Golden Nugget. That is
2: really nice. Uh, I, you this know, I, I want to talk on. a little. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Golden Nugget itself um, and what what it is. It is a private. Uh, property. My, uh, actually, let me go to Mike first. Mike, is there any history on Golden Oak itself?
1: Yeah. Matter of fact, even the name is the history. Uh, the area was was to pay homage to Walt's Golden Oak Ranch in California. Uh, so that's where the name came from. That's where it originated from. Um, and the uh, the first homes were available, and I think when Dave bought his house, was back in 2010, 2011. And um, the, the first phase was just the southeast area of the Bay Lake area, of the Bay Lake uh, uh Part of uh, Magic Kingdom's property, so that that's where they were first located, and that's where you can you know buy your first house.
2: Uh, Dave, there is a there's your neighbor is selling his house. Uh, the Villa Friends, uh is right now available for a cool six million dollars. Um, Only there in uh, it's oh, it's off of Marceline. Down that's down and it's all right. <laughs> it's gone down. It's there off Marceline. It's home site thirty one over there. Uh, but if you need something just a little more, uh, you know, you guys want to spread spread out a little bit, put yeah. your feet up. Uh, the other property available at this time is the Berkeley, and it is 9.5 million. Uh It's over on the Carolwood. Much uh, better. There. Excellent. So you can, um, you can, that's more of your what, thing. What's
0: so. the square footage on one of those? You got any dates? Uh,
2: the Villa Ferens, the cheaper one, is yeah. uh, 4,824 square foot. And the Berkeley is... Uh, it is... Almost ten thousand square yeah, I thought feet.
1: Yeah, it was twelve thousand. I saw. Wow. Yeah, a little small for right my there. taste. <laughs> I, need I need something around the fifteen thousand square foot range.
0: Uh, I'm I'm really hopeful. Dave, you've driven of those through here. here. What what is what
2: could people expect when they go through the
0: gates? So, um, it is, it is a community with um, a, and a gated community. There is uh, access through um a through a security area, um, just to. Uh, check who's headed in and um and monitor those sorts of things um but it it's in the same location as you would go through uh when headed towards uh the four seasons resort mm-hmm. um which is right there excuse me adjacent to disney property um so um in close proximity there on kind of the uh Northern side of the southeastern t- branch of it, yes. Uh, just for said, want of a better you description. Just said <laughs> no you, sense. you just said three <laughs> of the four directions. <laughs> Look it's it up on the east South
2: side. He's on the yeah, northern, look,
0: eastern, no. western, south so side, side s- property. Southeast, a <laughs> uh, southeastern edge. But uh, right in the southeast corner is, of course, Disney Springs. And so it's kind of on the northern side of that. Is what I was referring to. Right. I stand by my description. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> anyway, so it's been a long week. Um, anyway, so um, there are some very opulent residences as would be reflected by those uh, uh, those uh, asking prices on those particular homes and uh, it's a, a lovely area um, themed with Disney in mind obviously uh, look at some of those street names I think you said Carol Wood, Carol hmm. Wood, uh, was one of them um, Carol Wood sorry uh, so that's the uh, obviously named for the uh, railway. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, Walt had in his backyard. So, um, the, one of the main roads that goes through there is called Dream Tree. Uh, so, these iconic names, uh, they have their own clubhouse, uh, obviously being a community, uh, and it has expanded greatly. Um, I actually to be perfectly honest, wasn't even aware until Mike said um, a few moments ago how early it was that they started building those residences back in 2010, 2011. Um, I thought it was even more recent than that. Um, but it really has expanded greatly in the last five or so years. Um, those last few years leading up to COVID, we definitely saw uh, some big expansion through there. So um, my, uh, I don't personally... Despite what you guys have rumored in this episode, uh, I don't personally uh, know anybody like well that lives there or anything. Um, but my understanding is that even before they start building a home on the on the locations, like the blocks of land are somewhere in the vicinity of about a million dollars. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Well, let me give you, uh, mm, let, me give you let me give let me give you a rundown of some of the inde- services that you get because it's not that you're just purchasing a home. Look, there's lots of no out there. because
0: your uh, HOA for want of a better terminology has a lot of incorporated uh elements into it. Uh what do we get what do we get if we buy in? 100%. So uh
2: experience renowned Disney guest service as part of the Everyday Life as a Golden Oak member. Uh our dedicated club member service team is available to help you with all your needs. Enjoy concierge style service from your club member services team with a fee-based approach to assist with filling select personal residential and resort requests. And here are some of the things, but not limited to, that you get whenever you purchase one of those $6 million homes sitting over there. Disney parks and special events tickets, so you're not having to, look, you buy a $6 million home, you don't have to buy a park ticket. That is really nice. Worth every penny, <laughs> Mike. Make sure that's done. Uh, you get a private some private VIP tours in your back pocket so you can go hang out with Dave. Uh, spa reservations, dining reservations, golf tee times, in-home dinners and parties, Disney-inspired holiday decor, and home maintenance services. look, um, the, Also, they here's, I think, one of the big ones. They do have park transportation where convenient and complimentary dedicated shuttle and mini-coach services available to Golden Oak Club members at designated pickup and drop-off locations within 24-hour advance notice. Uh, Dan? you'll never you'll never be here you shouldn't even be on the street uh close to it um i would say you know just stay away from it um because your wall is not opening this far but golden oak that's one of the it's kind of the the uh you know the amazing you know what's the what's the word i want to use the top of the mountain you know if you're a disney fan if you could do that that's like man i live at golden oak i live right down from the parks and i get all these amazing cool perks
3: well i i I remember when you posted that we were going to talk about, you know, all these clubs and you mentioned Golden Oak, I said I would need at least a week on property there to kind of kind of get the feel for what it is like there to see, you know, if it's something that would be good for any of our DDP members. But uh, but yeah, like, it, hey, I, I have a dream just like everyone else
0: where, you know. <laughs> that is when, so when, nice when the... <laughs> of you to jump on that and say, I will, I will bear the brunt of this and yep. stay a week That's to right. do the research. That's you're a gentleman. It's the cross that i bear. Uh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hey, just like everyone else when that powerball is at like 1 billion dollars, I, you know, I tell my wife, "Hey, when we win this, we're going to head down to Florida tomorrow and, you know, we'll go buy a house in Golden Oak and, you know, we'll get ready to go." But, you know, the boys, the boys kind of know what Golden Oak is because we've kind of talked about it in the past and so they've been asking questions. So anytime we see like a Golden Oak bus stop at at the uh you know at disney springs or at one of the parks they're they're always like hey let's take the bus here but no it, i mean hey it's very cool it, it's very cool that some of the houses have like a lot of disney theming to them and like mickeys and hidden mickeys so i mean again it's it's really awesome you know it's it's a special thing for some of those higher up disney fans to be able to you know live in that kind of community and uh, and have all the perks that come with it and you know
2: us poor folks can uh can dream about it Yeah. Golden Oak is one of those things that I think we all want to enjoy. So if you're listening right now and you're a Golden Oak member, get a hold of us. Uh, we would love to absolutely come over. Uh, we'll bring, um, or divorce as we say, and come hang out at your, uh, at your house and, uh, what it's good. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) that's a throwback to a show a long time ago. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a staple in our house now we'll say to say to people whenever we go to restaurants be like do you have hors divorce and you're like what um let's move on though look there's there's another club and we were just in january down at walt disney world celebrating uh our running team if you've not joined that one go over and join right now the ddp today sorcerers running club Over there, it is a fantastic group of people who keep it positive and will help you reach your goals no matter if you are running a dopey or if you're just trying to get off the couch and get some activity. So go join that right now. But while we were down there, we were able to support all of our Run Disney runners who were there for Marathon Weekend. And I learned something. I did not know this. I learned that there is a Run Disney Club. Club Run Disney Membership is something that you can join, and we're going to jump into that. Mike, a little history on yeah. Well, club I'm surprised. Run.
1: I'm not surprised you didn't know about it. It hasn't been around that long. As a matter of fact, the inception was in February 18th, 2020, um, and obviously, the last couple of years, even you know prior prior to COVID, we were seeing a lot of the <clears throat> the Disney marathons taking on speed, literally, and um, starting to become more and more popular, and hard to get weekends. And so, it makes sense that they made a kind of a club up for this. And um, there are three different kinds of memberships if you want to join this club. It happens to be one of of the less expensive clubs when you think about what you're getting for the money it's a pretty good deal um they have three tiers: a silver, a gold, and a platinum. Uh, and each one you get different perks. Obviously, you know, depending upon the higher you, you pay, the, the more stuff you get. Um, some of the examples are: if you're if you're a platinum member, which would be the highest, for which would be an eight hundred and fifty dollars, eight hundred and fifty one dollar uh, a year membership. You get uh, guaranteed spots. Uh, you get uh, upgraded corral placement. Um, you get special meet and greets. You get access to a specific club lounge, uh, which is very very cool. Because if you're in, if you're if you're a runner, and this is kind of like your thing i think this is a great thing to get into Um, all members do get a a jacket they get access to uh lower rate registration fees uh they get to do some virtual marathons that other people can't do so i think it's a very cool thing if you're into them running um I, i i haven't had to look into this at all because i haven't been doing the whole you know disney marathon run thing i'd like to get into that sooner or later but um if you are a disney runner and you're not aware of the club definitely look into it because there are certain perks to come with this that might suit your needs really well uh, you're getting into it sooner cuz we're all going to run
2: as a group uh the 5K for marathon weekend. I'm excited. By by run, I mean, we're going mm-hmm. we're going to walk it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take our time. For anybody that wants to do it with us, we'd love to see you guys there uh, to do this. Dan, you know, it's funny because this is a really specific one. You know, we kind of talked about D23 is for kind of all Disney fans. I mean, Golden Oak is for people that have so much money, you know that they're able to go and spend six million on a house, and it's kind of second nature, most of those I honestly would say, and Dave, you might be able to back me up that most of those golden oak houses are probably second homes they're not even they're not even their primary residence. so
0: I'm not certain on uh, all of the politic political elements of it. I believe they have to use it as like a permanent mailing address for a period of time and things like that. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like fifty one percent of A lot of people,
0: yes, probably have it as one of their multiple homes. It's not something that they I'm I'm sure there are people that stay there permanently uh year round, but um I I I'm sure many of them have other living options available to them.
2: I don't know if I would be able to live that close to property. Why not? Because my dog's terrified mm. of fireworks. Like loses its mind. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, living every night. Thing? Your
0: closest <laughs> park is Epcot, and you're still a little bit away from it. You like you. You're not going to hear it. It's not going to sound like it's in your backyard.
2: You're not going to hear it. Well, you you're might not hear, hear it,
0: it, but you might. It's not.
2: A but dog it's not like it's it. in their
0: backyard. In a dog's hearing, Super like, sensitive. like yeah. a thousand yeah. times All better. Right. than humans. but yes, and they're going to hear it, but they're not going to like. It's not going off over their head. Okay, it's not <laughs> going to give them flashbacks to Nam. Like they're going to like.
2: It might mine. Mine's already losing its hair. I think it's because okay. it's stressed.
0: Did you like my South Park reference? Anyway, moving on. First. Um, thank <laughs> you. I did. I did.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, you know,
2: Golden Oak is one of those. This one is really a specific one to spend some money on. You know, Dan might kind of run through it a little bit with, like, the the Platinum. But there are some cheaper ones. Silver membership is $265.43. Um, you get the welcome packet. You get the tier one pricing for uh, Run Disney Races and a virtual 10K. Um, and you get a, a designation on your race bibs. So, uh, and then they have a gold membership, which is five thirty one ninety three. You get a couple more things plus all the ones before. And that platinum, like Mike said, is eight fifty one seventy three. Look, run Disney is not cheap, no. Dan. Um, but if you're really into it and you're going to run lots of races, maybe it is worth it to make sure you're guaranteed those spots, those opportunities to purchase those race registrations, because that's the hardest part of Run Disney. They say is getting into for the sure. races.
3: You know, what a few years ago I would have been all about this just because. I used to run, you know, those races all the time. Um, unfortunately for me now, they don't have a general membership that's, that's free, so I can't do it now. But, no, but, like, again, uh, if you're a runner, you know, these Disney races are awesome because their medals are really cool. I have done a virtual Disney, like, 10K, so, you know, I have a cool medal from that that I got to do, you know, you basically get to do it on your own. But I mean, having the, the ability to be guaranteed spots and stuff like that is really cool. I think we probably need to have someone like John or Craig or Anker on here to kind of help go through some of this stuff on here because I was reading up on it and I know like the, the membership goes from like October to like September of the following year. So like if I'm reading it correctly, like let's say we wanted to join this like now for next race in January. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't get the benefits from it if I read it correctly, and I don't know. Maybe they can correct me, you know, on the site when we post it. But I guess you're, you know, if you sign up today, your membership actually does not begin until October of 2023. So we would kind of miss out on the benefits if we're signing up for races in February or March or whenever they open. So that I don't know. But again, if you're a runner and you know you love Disney, that I think this is a is a great way to kind of get some of the perks that go with it. Because I thought the jacket that you get. It's a pretty nice jacket. It's not like a cheap jacket. It's a, it's a, it's a nice name brand, and again, it's exclusive. You can't get it anywhere else. So I'd be all about it.
2: It's, that's always nice. Those exclusive ones for eight hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> those are really good. Um, so uh, you know what? Uh, it's look if you're a Run Disney fan, if you're going to run races, and you are correct, Dan, the membership runs September to September. Um, so if you were to purchase it, you would be purchasing for starting in this, and the reason for that is because races are already sold right. out leading up to there. I mean what you're not going to use it for the rest of 2023. So it would make sense to do it na- do it starting in October of 2023 through October of 2024 so you can do marathon weekend princess all that kind of stuff. Um but with that club run Disney, let's move on. Dave, I am it it is time for uh you and I to really step up because this is our baby. Um this is something you and I love dearly. Um and I have my my lanyard laying behind me. It is black, it is it is beautiful, it is Amazing, and now I am having to sail a lot to get one that is Pearl, and I am talking about the club that I have been a member of for quite a while. Beautiful Disney Cruise Line Castaway Club. Dave, there's nothing better than getting that lanyard with being a castaway club. I mean,
0: as soon as you go on your second voyage, you're already a member. Like who doesn't want to join a club that like you literally just have to step on board for your second? Cruise and they're like, welcome home, welcome back, and welcome aboard. I mean, that's fantastic. That's the dream. Um, I, I mean, I don't have a cool black lanyard uh, when we sail. My wife does. Uh, she gets a cool black lanyard, but I have not personally <laughs> done uh, enough Disney cruises to, to get one of those. So I'm just sitting here on my lowly little gold one. How many do I need to get to, to do a pearl? 11. No, that's... 11. Wait, what?
2: 10 plus sailings. So your 11th sailing, you'll get it.
0: No, isn't that the platinum? You're. No, yeah,
2: I asked for Pearl. Want? Oh, for Pearl, Ooh, 25. 25. 25. So, like, I'm... I guess on the 10th one... Oh, wait, on the 10th one, you get platinum. Is it 10th? 10th one you get platinum. So okay. 10 plus. 10. Okay. It is 10th. So yeah. second... I don't remember oh, I've had it for so long. Just so tough, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, it's a great. Uh little conversation starter on the cruise It allows people the opportunity to, to talk about like uh, how many times they have uh, cruised. It's one that falls under a little bit of scrutiny because um, different cruise lines do their clubs in different ways. Some places mm-hmm. do it based on how many days you've had on board the ships um, versus how many voyages you've been on because you could sail on those really big transatlantic voyages and it still yep. only counts as one. Whereas you can do a three-day cruise in the Bahamas and it also counts as one. And there is a significant price difference in those two cruises. Uh, so um, my, my cruise in Australia that I'm booked for, uh, I don't get anything extra for having flown <laughs> to the other side of the world to do it. So it still only counts as one.
2: So I'm glad you said that. I'm going to do a couple things here. Um, As someone who has done both a 14-night transatlantic and a 14-night Panama Canal, let me give you just an idea. That's 28 days on Mm. board a Disney Cruise Line for Mm. two two sailings, right? Someone could go, and they could book nine three-day cruises and be one away from being platinum. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, it it is – it really is unbelievable the way they do it because my days at sea have been a lot more than a lot of people who do the threes. And a lot of times it's like Florida residents that do a lot of three-day sailings because you can pop out on a weekend and pop back. Um, But I will tell you this, those repositioning cruises, we were talking about price – uh, are actually cheaper than mm. a lot of seven. This items. is true.
0: Well, yeah, um, because well, because yeah, you can't like book your flights in like a round trip kind of way. You have to like book it as a single correct. flight and then a single flight. So oftentimes they're like, yeah, we we're, we're kind of inconveniencing some people. People don't necessarily want to do those cruises for that reason. Other people really like to do those cruises for that exact reason. So it's really just a personal choice. But um, yeah, something to think about. When you're booking your cruises, do you need the recognition of being able to walk around with one of those black lanyards? Or, yes, uh, of course you do. This is is anybody surprised by that answer? No, okay, cool, excellent. I I, I (laughs) certainly do. Yeah, uh, let me talk,
2: Mike. I'm gonna come to you. Let me talk a little bit about what we're looking at. When we talk about Castaway Club, of course, we're talking about Disney Cruise Line. Uh, it's like Dave said, as soon as you've done your first sailing on that second one, you are a castaway club member and you are a silver member. That is one to four sailings. Uh, here's the cool part. So when you're a brand new cruiser, you can book your, uh, cruise activities at 75 days prior to your sale date. As soon as you become that silver castaway club member, now you can book at 90 days prior to sailing. You also get cold, some little swag, little little gifts in your room, stuff like that. Uh, starting at cruise number five to nine, you become a gold Castaway Club member. You now go from being able to book at 90 days like silver, 75 days if you're first time, to booking at 105 days prior. Um, so that opens up a lot more availability for Palo, for uh, excursions, for all that kind of stuff. But once you get to Platinum... Now you're really into uh, the good stuff. 10 plus sailings, and you can book at 120 days prior to your sailing. The only other people that can book this far out is if you're staying concierge, um, and that really makes it nice because if you want to get a cabana at Castaway, you either need to be staying concierge or you need to be a platinum cruiser because it's just not happening typically otherwise. Um, So it gives you a reason to kind of chase it, and it's it's definitely – whenever you see people – Mike, you've cruised Disney Cruise Line now. Uh, whenever you see people on board, it gives you something that you want to kind of get to. You know what I mean? You want to get that next lanyard.
1: Well, it's like, I mean, I'm sure we've all done it. We all have the games on our phone, Candy Crush, one of those things. You're just trying to get to that next level, and you're trying to achieve and level up. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to the cruise line, too. I mean, you have that 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 goal... Uh, you know, I'm kind of spoiled that I have some amazing Disney family. You know, Rick Reagan blessed us on our first trip with uh, letting us, you know, uh, enjoy the Cabanas. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ever been, if you ever get to experience going to the Cabanas, that's reason enough to try and get to that Platinum Cruise level or stay concierge service. But I will say I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here, and I'm going to take Dave's side. I think it's a little bit skewed that Dave's probably spent the most amount of time on a cruise ship out of anybody <laughs> I've ever known. And he gets and he gets no credit for that yeah, when it comes no. to Lanyard sweat. Wag. Yeah, so, yeah, that's called uh, servitude. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's you know, it's time away on a cruise ship. You know, I mean, yeah. if you can't, I mean, if you can't, de- what was it how many years were you on there, Dave? Were you a uh, seven months or how long did you cruise director for?
0: Uh, uh, so we, I think we we did, uh, did the days at one point. We tried to do the math on this on a different episode, but it, it was like three and a half years on Disney Cruise Line, and most of those wow. that time was spent on board. Like there was probably uh, six weeks, six weeks. 12, 24, I don't know. Like, yeah, probably, probably three or four months over those three and a half years with Disney alone that I wasn't on board the ship.
1: And you were still a silver member when you got it, when you first start. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the thing, the, yeah, but they paid him. You got my platinum has cost me <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars. That stupid lanyard. So it's
0: like, that's how
2: they get you. It's, it's a big difference. <laughs> That's so how they get you. They give you that land. It's like that, It's like getting that jacket with uh, <laughs> with club, club Run Disney or uh, or getting some you know uh, VIP tours if you buy Golden Oak residence. Uh, Dan, s- exciting news though coming out this this past year that we are now getting. It's something that Rick Reagan and I have been screaming for a long time whenever we're on board cruises together we're always we always it was funny we'll use it we'll do something and people will look at us because of course we're being dumb and uh we'll go no, it's okay we're platinum <laughs> we're fine uh we can do this um we now have a new castaway club level that we can strive to and we're talking about pearl uh pearl is going to be for guests who have sailed with us twenty or sailed with uh, uh disney cruise line 25 times or more or more uh, they have not announced the perks. What is going to be the the perk if they give if I get to twenty five and they just change the color <laughs> of the the bag in my room? I'm going to throw it off the balcony. Um, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you, know, <laughs> you now you now get that twenty five cruises uh, pearl Dan. That's a great addition. No, it, it is good. It, and for for me, like I usually take shorter cruises, so
3: you know I like the way they do things. But compared to other cruise lines, where You only get credit for each cruise sailing that you do. It 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 definitely is tough for for a lot of those seven day sailors or you know the the fourteen nighters. I mean that is tough, but hey, I was I was super excited when I got on my cruise ship last January and there was a there was a castaway club you know backpack there sitting waiting for me the sling bag, you know I felt like I was on top of the world even though I was silver and you know there was a lot of Justin suitors on that ship, you know wearing their lanyards for platinum. But you know again. there's always good good things to having these little perks and stuff like that. I, I wish the, in in my opinion, like the the excursions and stuff and the onboard activities. I'm not a huge fan that there's such a huge discrepancy in the in the timetable to book them though. But you know, because usually you don't have such a huge huge discrepancy on other cruise lines. So, but D- Disney definitely takes care of their you know their platinum cast members. I suppose. For Her-
2: for those people who have ever seen said lasso. I'm the Jamie Tart of uh, of platinum. Like there's the episode where he scores the goals, <laughs> and he's like he's pointing. He's like me. <laughs> Look me. at me. And he's, he's doing his thumbs at his back like that. So on the first night, typically whenever you go to the show, they'll say who's a brand new first time sailor, and you always get woo. And they're like who's been who's one of our uh, you know um, silver castaway club members woo. Who's our gold woo. And then it gets to platinum, and you, I stand up. Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you are Jamie Tart. I, I feel like I earned it. <laughs> Jamie Tart. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm excited for season three, whenever it comes out. Let's move on. Let's move on to another uh, very exclusive club, one that comes with a lot of Disney history to it, and probably one that I think, as a Disney fan, this one is more attainable but I believe it's also a higher standard to get to and we're talking club
1: thirty three uh Mike yeah, a history yeah. on it? Uh, i you know I, i've often thought about, maybe this would be within reach. I don't know, but when I talk about it, you hear what the prices are, and we'll see. But first, the history on it. Uh, club 33 first opened in 1967 in Disneyland Parks. Uh, the club was molded after numerous VIP lounges that were created by pavilion sponsors in the 1964 New York World's Fair. Uh, at the time, Club 33 was the only location within Disneyland Parks to offer alcoholic beverages. Um, the Disney third, the, the Club 33 name, it's had some some questionable things and said, hey, where this name came, came from, it could be, it could have, uh, th- the speculations on where they got the 33 from. Disney says that the club, actually, 33 is actually because of the address. It's a 33 Royal Street in New Orleans Square in Disneyland. Um, few other people have said that it was named after the 33 degree of Freemasons, the 1933 year that probation was repealed, uh, the 33 uh, institution, uh, the, the, the first 30, I can't even talk, the first 33 institutions. Patreons that join the club So there there are certain things that that came about the name that it possibly could be. Um, there's lots of other. To- there's lots of other Club 33 locations. There's one in Tokyo. Uh, there's one in Shanghai. There's a lounge in each of the four Disney World parks. Um, it's it's definitely one of the more expensive clubs, but you do get a lot of perks with it. Um, if you're gonna join in Disney World, the uh, the initiation startup fee is thirty three thousand per year uh, for the first year, and then it's ten thousand for the. I'm sorry, it's fifteen thousand yearly, and then in Disneyland it's twenty five thousand, and then ten thousand yearly. A little cheaper in Disneyland because there's not as many locations to use your Club 33 membership, but uh but it's definitely a very exclusive place to get some meals and some uh some certainly some swag.
0: Yeah, it's one of those places where um, it's like many things within the Disney company, shrouded in a little bit of mystery. Um, we, The origin of the names, as you, uh, of the title and all of that, as you were saying, uh, is kind of a little bit up for debate sometimes. Um, but um, it, it, within the Disney company, we like to say we don't have a secret club because, yeah, people are aware that Club 33 exists. But we definitely have a club with a lot of secrets. Um, there's not too much that is known about it before you actually join. Um, and I'm very fortunate that through my job, I've had the opportunity to visit all four lounges, uh, that exist in Walt Disney World. Um, and it's, they're beautiful, they're opulent, um, they're, uh, very, um, steeped in history with some great design aspects in them. And unfortunately I can't share any of it with you because you're not allowed to take photos in those places. So, um, so, and that's actually part of the rules of joining the club. Um, and there, there are a number of other perks that come with it included in those, uh, annual fees and that sign-up membership. Um, so, uh, for people that spend a lot, a lot of time, uh, at Disney, uh, and are already heavily invested in what the company does. Uh, it might be something that they look into. Uh, I know out in Disneyland, there's quite a wait list. It's one of those things that Mm -hmm. it's been around for so long. Uh, and I've even heard rumor that we might be now starting to get to a point in Walt Disney world where there is a wait list. I'm not aware of that or familiar with the specifics, but, um, every so often you hear rumors about these sorts of things. So, um, but yeah, it's we should we should find a club member to come and talk. No, they can't tell us much anyway. Never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's the thing with Club thirty three that it's um you know, it's one of those places that's if you're a Disney fan like Dan, Dan goes every single time he's in the Disney parks and kind of takes his picture next to the Club thirty three doorbell there, um, to where you can't do it. And then we'll talk a little bit about locations do you really? of course while Disney World Well, I actually I use my magic band just just on some off chance.
3: You know they they've heard about me and they've allowed my magic band to open that door. No, so no, they've heard about
0: you and that's why it doesn't open. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Dan, you're
2: yeah. the only person that's, I know that just carries not... a rubber band for a wallet because you don't need anything bigger. <laughs> Did you? You're, like, you you're know, not getting any
0: of this. Do you know that every single time you do that, like it pings on somebody's like phone to like they can view a video camera of who it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not, hey i can encourage uh, everyone I, to go do this there are thousands I can assure, of people right
0: now that are like cool here we go
3: yep. and no, i can assure you right. that's not the only list i'm on
2: <laughs> <laughs> um let's chat a little bit about the walt disney we, we'll do walt disney world first of course um disneyland is the one location right there in one square it is beautiful if you go find the door it is hidden it is a hidden door unless you really know it's there walk by check it out um and the one thing that I love about Club Thirty Three is, like you said, it was made out of necessity for the fact that Walt needed a place to to kind of hide dignitaries and hide celebrities and entertain uh, whenever they would come to uh, Disneyland. Well, and it was definitely—I
0: mean, the location of the club is now that I mean, the club didn't itself form until 1967, which was after the death right. of Walt. Right, right, right. So, yeah.
2: but he, but he had the idea of it. Yeah, you know, he formed the club before it came.
0: Fascinating that we formed uh, this club, but it didn't actually officially form until after his passing. Crazy.
2: Yeah, it was one of those things that he needed, uh, you know, and and to to take people there. Let's talk about Walt Disney World. Um, four locations. If you don't know where they are, we'll let you know. You can check them out. Over in Hollywood Studios, you've got the Spotlight Lounge. It's right above the Hollywood Brown Derby. So if you walk inside the Brown Derby, the elevator sits right there by the restrooms, uh, an excellent place for a Club 33 elevator, and uh, you can go up and check it out. Uh, over in Epcot, you have the Constellation Club and the American Pavilion. You can't miss it if you go straight over. It used to be where the Visa card uh, cardholder lounge was. That's where I used to go up because I am a Disney visa holder. And they said, ha we don't need you anymore. Let's do Club 33 instead. And uh, I don't blame them at all. Uh, over in Animal Kingdom, you've got the Harambe House, and it's located in Africa. Uh, this might be the only one I have not seen. I have not gone and, and searched out inside of Animal Kingdom. And, of course, Magic Kingdom is the captain's quarters. You can't miss it if you're heading over. It's the uh, Adventurers Club over there, and it's in Adventureland. Uh, it's, uh, right there to, I would say, right as you go through the sign to the right. And that's how you explain it. Dave's kind of like, you go under the eventual land sign, look right. If you look up top, there's actually a cool little, you know, balcony that I think that some members can go out on and maybe see fireworks from right there. So really cool spots all around, uh, the place. So club 33, really, really neat. Uh, the price tag, there's all kinds of estimates out there as to what it costs, um, anywhere from 25 to 100,000 initiation fee, depending on if you're doing, um, you know, like a corporate type membership, and uh, it's it's definitely a unique unique place to join. If it is in your budget, uh, join and then invite us to be a guest with you at your next Club 33 experience. You do get some perks, you do get some VIP tours uh, and some park tickets and some other stuff as well. So Club 33, super 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 cool. Um, I would say, Dave, you, you, you meet a lot of Club 33 members in, in your line of work, um, which makes it cool.
0: I, I meet some of them. Um, I've definitely been fortunate enough to meet a number of them. Um, other ones, I'm sure, have no idea who I am or that I even exist. So um, I'm not even sure how many club members there are. Like, I don't, I don't see It's so secretive. I don't know these things. Like, people think I do. They're like, you must know this. And I'm like, in mm-hmm. all seriousness, in all sincerity, I can't. I don't know the answer to that question. Like so, I feel like there's like a like a dark
2: room under Cinderella <laughs> Castle where they they wear cloaks and they go down there and they're like,
0: Home. <laughs> yes, that must be right. Mickey
1: Mouse. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i'm sure that's true too i don't i don't know there's just there's i'm just agreeing with everything around. there's
2: lumiere's Ooh. just lighting the way
0: you know the
2: actual real lumiere you know right i mean he's got to be
0: way up there on the list of like important people
2: <laughs> well that was another cool thing about club 33 in disneyland is you know you get the famous audio animatronic there in uh in the club 33 in disneyland so Some really cool stuff to check out. But let's get to our last one, guys, and start to uh, close this thing up. This is something that I'm very familiar with. Mike, you're very, very familiar with it as well. And I'm talking about the one, the only. This is a club that I changed my life. Out of all six, this one has changed my life. It's made um, my Disney vacations much easier. And I'm talking about the one, the only, the incredible Disney Vacation Club, which I know many of our uh, family here are a part of. And I can't wait to get their opinion on all six of these but this one as well. Mike, a little history on DBC.
1: Yeah, uh, back in 1990, uh, Disney decided they were going to jump into the timeshare business. Uh, I know it was pretty popular back then. That was when uh, a lot of a lot of companies were coming out with the timeshare stuff. The way the economy was, people were looking to get kind of vacation stuff. So it, it was pretty good timing on the on the uh, Disney's part in bringing that out. Uh, June 1991, DVC Preview Center went under construction, and then uh, they started selling uh, DVC points back in 1991, uh, September of 91, as a matter of fact. Uh, and, Justin, you and I have bought points before, and we've bought at all different prices. Uh, the price per point back then were $50 per mm. point. Could you imagine if you would have jumped on then? Uh, you know, I didn't jump on too much later than that. Um, I paid $98 per point. Okay. for I'm right uh, behind for, you. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. I was 110 so we, my first contract. Yep, yep. So, so we did good. Uh, wait, you know, we made under that. God, As somebody yeah, who talk.
0: has no idea what that means, sure. okay. if I right now wanted to buy a contract, what am I looking at per point?
2: I think they're I think they're upwards of like 180, 190, even two hundred a point, um, so it's 100%. now like
0: four times the price.
2: Yes, hundred mm-hmm. oh, yeah. percent. Yep. yep. So when I when I wow. bought my I'll give you an idea. I, I mean I'll I'll throw out my my numbers so that way mm-hmm. everyone can kind of have an idea. I purchased my first contract in two thousand ten. Um, it was one hundred fifty points at the at Bay Lake Tower, the Contemporary right there, and uh, my contract was a little under eighteen thousand dollars. Um, that I spent for that one. Now, that's a 50-year contract that DVC allows you to have. So for 50 years, I'm going to get 150 points uh, every year to spend on vacations. The cool part is this. Look, sometimes whenever we book vacations, say we're going on July 4th, rooms might be 20 points a night. But you're guaranteed over time that the points cannot raise or lower in value. They have to always be the same as a whole. So meaning if they raise the points on July 4th to 25 points a night, then they have to lower them at some point somewhere else in the year to make up the difference. Um, So the value stays. It's really, really great. Um, I will note dues do not stay. Dues go up. It's a, that's a yearly thing that we pay. It's not like we bought a contract and it's just done. We still pay dues every single year. We still pay taxes every single year. We do all that stuff. Um, And then my second contract just two years later was at the grand Floridian. I bought 200 points And it was $27,000. So just in two years, the price jumped pretty dramatically if you look at the difference. yeah. Um, Then, of course, if you're going now, uh, I think a couple of the ones that are open still for sale. uh, You've got Riviera, uh, which is right there. Um, There's some other properties. But DVC, that's whenever Mike talks about the points. That's kind of what we're talking about for those of you who are not really familiar. And, Mike, it's one of those things, man, where at the time, yeah, it's a lot of money to spend on a – On a vacation,
0: so I so I was just doing some quick math because I was like, okay, so you're eighteen thousand dollars for your first contract Mm -hmm. in twenty ten, works out to be about thirty dollars a month uh, over that because it's three hundred sixty dollars a year. Well, and think about
2: this for uh, for a hundred fifty points. So I have three fifty total, right? Okay. Typically I can get a room for about sixteen points a night. Now I'm staying at Saratoga, I'm staying wow. at Key West, I'm staying at those. So if you if you do the math
0: You should can, just basically live here. I can
2: I mean I can I can have I can have lots of vacations uh for right. that price. Um now like for example in and actually I'm staying at Mike's favorite resort coming up in April. I'm staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's one of the cheaper Ooh. resorts to do as a Disney Vacation Club member. Mm. Because you should know this more than most, Dave. The amount of rooms that are there are huge compared yes. to the Grand Floridian, which I own at, which runs anywhere from thirty five to forty a point at times. Uh, wow. and so do that math. I mean, I would rather go somewhere where I'm spending sixteen a point than spend thirty a point for a night. And so that's typically why I don't hmm. I do not stay at my own properties that I own at.
0: There you go. Fascinating.
2: It's always fun to teach Dave stuff.
0: I'd say, I, I don't claim to know it all. I don't. There are so many different aspects. It's impossible to know everything. Well, um, but that's why I have you around. You know what? Let's dive into this real quick because now more we're getting, more Dan.
2: We're getting three aspects, right? We're getting <laughs> we're getting three aspects. You have two DVC owners, right? With uh-huh. Mike and I, um, both use our property or, or our vacations. And we use all our points. We never have points left. Mike, Mike did have points left over one year, mm-hmm. and he called me, and I was like, "I'll take them.
0: <laughs> I also I'll go know right that you now." You can you can bank and borrow and things so, like yeah, that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can bank. You can See, borrow. Also, know. stop.
1: It's i gi- I'd rather gift them than bank. Oh, them you're such them, a no. giver. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Sweet.
2: Uh, so I had to. Uh, I you know, it's it's one of those things where, whenever you do DVC, I mean, it's a fifty-year investment. So, like I said, you're not. Like we pay, Mike. I don't know, man. Top of my head, I pay monthly for my dues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you pay yearly by chance? No, I pay monthly.
1: I think it's. I think it comes out to because I have two Couple Animal thousand Kingdom contracts. A yeah, I want to say eighteen hundred a year for Animal think, Kingdom for two hundred for two hundred points, and I think my Saratoga Springs two hundred points there. I think it's another like fourteen hundred.
2: Yeah, I so think I'm good. about twenty eight hundred in fees every year for my mm-hmm. DVC.
1: But still, I mean, you got to think
2: once it's paid for. That's all you're paying for your Disney vacations. You're staying at deluxe resorts, which makes it really nice. Um, And then we have some – Dan, I know you've looked at DVC multiple times. You know what I mean? And as someone who travels to Disney quite a bit, you know Disney Vacation Club gives people the opportunity to stay – like, for example, Alani. You know what I mean? Hilton Head. Vero Beach. I'll be at Vero Beach in April. Lots of locations. And then you can also do – Dave, you can do trade-outs. So you can actually do trade-outs and go all over the world. I've been to Aruba on it. Um, you can use it for cruise line. I don't recommend it. So DVC opens up this kind of huge, you know, plethora of options for you. Uh, yeah, what is your, it?
0: Uh, that's uh, the uh, the worldwide RCI. travel RCI. Yep. Yes. I thought it was. I that.
2: think it just changed though. I don't think they're through our sky anymore. I think it's something. different Oh, now.
0: there you go.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I just go to Disney, man. I don't know. All right. Cool, <laughs> Dan. Uh, how close have you been to pulling the trigger on DVC? Uh, you know what? If we would have gone to Disney.
3: A little sooner there's no doubt in my mind we'd be dvc members but the boys were getting a little older plus all three of them were playing hockey so you know if you're if you're a like a travel sports parent like you you feel my pain like the cost of travel hockey is pretty ridiculous so we had to kind of weigh you know what we could afford and you know while i think dvc is great i think at the time when we looked at it we were looking at the poly i think we were looking to do like 10 days every two, de- two years, so I can't remember how many points we were looking at. I want to say it was around 140, which would give us 10 days in a deluxe studio, um, which for us was fine. We're, we're more, we don't care how big the room is, and I want to say it was around twenty one or $22,000 at that time. I can't remember what the exact cost of the points were, but you know it, it, it totally made sense, but it just wasn't in our budget just because we had other expenses, but you know, DVC is a great thing. You know, I take advantage of, you know, there's a, a bunch of firemen who are DVC members. So anytime they are, you know, trying to dump points, because like, hey, I have extra points, Dan, do you want to go to Disney? I, I will definitely help them out. Um, I know I've bought <laughs> points off of Rick Reagan in the past because again, like using those points, it, it doesn't even compare to paying full price when you're going through Disney. Uh, I mean, it is, it is fantastic. And, you know, the, I, the only thing I don't like I guess moving forward here since the time we looked at it, is some of the perks seem like they have they've gotten worse over the years. And that's, that's the only thing that kind of is, is a little bit of a drawback for me where, you know, I thought that they would definitely want to take care of all the DVC members, make sure that they get all the perks in the world. But
2: I feel like they're coming back a little by little. All right, let's close this up here and we'll kind of give some closing words on DVC before we go on to our, our more favorite things of the week. Uh, yeah, you I know, pulled it, hold on. I pulled it up real quick. I'm sorry. Dave, to give you an example, okay? 2010, I bought 150 points for $18,000. A little under $18,000, okay? Yep. As of November 2022, this is the quote from, from directly from DVC. To buy 150 vacation points, uh, the price per point is $207. You have a $250 document preparation fee, a $578 estimated closing cost. Um, they did a, a, a savings of $150. So the total one-time cost is $31,728 for 150 points. So okay it's almost doubled in 10 wow. years. Yeah. I think like I was I think I was looking at 140 points
3: back in 2018 or 17. So that's a that's a huge jump
2: yeah yeah
1: that's crazy Yep. I glad I got it but I did. You know, we talked about a lot of really cool clubs tonight. We talked about, you know, Golden Oaks. We talked about the Running Club. So many good clubs. The one club we didn't talk about was joining our Facebook club, our DDP Facebook family. And when you're at these places, whether you're at Club 33, you can't take pictures. But if you're running, if you're at, uh, you know, if you're doing some of these other club events, or if you're at the D23 Expo, take a lot of pictures. Put them on our Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP Today Facebook page. And it brings me to my favorite things every week. And that would be Picks of the Week.
2: Pick of the week. Pick of, 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 of the week. It's time for it's time us to, for get, us our picks to get, picks of get our pick
1: of the week. Dan, why don't you give me what's your pick of the week?
3: Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Rachel Odegaard I mean, they—they, they, I think they had a 14-day trip down at Disney. I loved all their pictures, all their family pictures, everything they did. But she kind of blew my mind with the picture she shared today. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily her picture, it was kind of a post picture and it and it showed Splash Mountain and it said everyone's always talking about hidden Mickeys and I thought there was a hidden Mickey as you're coming like down that down the big drop you can kind of see like a side profile of Mickey, but this one was a hidden Mickey of or a, or a hidden brer rabbit at the top of Splash Mountain, and it was kind of like she kind of circled it, and that one kind of blew my mind. I never knew that was there uh but I think that is really cool, and this one definitely is my pick of the week.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe that either, and I'd never noticed that before. Now I can't unsee it, and I actually went back yeah. and looked at like Splash Mountain photos, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's there.
0: Yeah, that one was really cool. Very cool.
1: Uh, Dave, what's your pick of the week?
0: So my pick of the week is uh, going to somebody who posts something that I'm jealous of. I've said it before on this show, and I will always say it. I'm jealous of the fact that like I didn't grow up going to a Disney theme park. Like I was in my mid twenties when I visited my first Disney theme park and, but, um, some throwback photos coming from Scott Tieperman um, with, uh, some really awesome things from 1968 i love that it's just circa 1968 in the post because he's really not sure um let's talk about water skiing goofy and donald duck chilling in like a speedboat while people are like on i assume the ferry from the look of it or something like that (laughs) like um like there's just some awesome shots um a photo in some restaurant where Minnie Mouse is there and somebody has a video recorder the size of, um, I, I want to say like a boom box or something sitting on their shoulder. Um, and just um, uh, another great photo of uh, classic Cinderella's uh, castle from back in the day. Uh, once again, circa 1986. So um, I love it, and uh, I love some throwback photos like that. It always makes me um, wonder about those things that I didn't get to experience um, when I did, when I was younger. Because yeah, I don't, I didn't get to see those, but they are definitely worthy of a pick of the week. Yeah, very
1: cool. You know, my dad had a camcorder like that's what they used to call it, and it had like a it would have a strap and had a VCR literally tied to it. It was this huge camera thing. Mm. I can't imagine lugging that thing through the park all day. You know, that's, carrying a backpack, bad terrible. enough. Terrible. Oh, that's that. But how cool would be to see the actual VCR video of what that actually tape was? You know, being able to look back and see that. I mean, you can't see that anywhere else. Like so. the
0: the quality of of it might be a little questionable now, but we'll see. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: My wedding video is still on VCR tape. I have to uh, get that converted over to yeah, a digital you should. Like, later.
0: I think at some point that just dissolves, so you should look into that, man.
1: <laughs> probably, probably. Although I, I'm, I I don't really want to watch that video anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'm sure you haven't aged a day. You look great. Can you still fit in the tux? Never mind. Yes, yeah, still have it, still
1: have it. So, Speaking of people
0: cool. who definitely can't fit in their tux. Um, Justin, Justin, pick of the week. <laughs> what?
2: I didn't wear a tux. I was barefoot at my wedding. I believe
0: Nibbles that. It was in a church.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh, let me get into it. Uh, Kevin Beacom, he said, I haven't posted in a long time. We've missed you, brother. Uh, always, I keep up with you uh, on Facebook there, so make sure to post more, man. I love keeping up with your positivity uh, just in life in general, so post in the group. Love seeing you. He said, I took my mom uh, to the symphony today and listened to the film scores of John Williams, and I captured a great selfie Um, He said, it reminded me of one of my favorite things to do at Disney Parks, innocent fun photobombing. Do any of you have favorite photobomb pictures from the parks? I love to photobomb people. It's one of my favorite things to do. I got caught this past Disney vacation photobombing a family, standing in line for Mickey right before I realized my car situation. As patron family, you know what happened. (laughs) Um, And so I was right there. And they saw me, and they smiled, and they took the picture anyways. It made it more fun. So I love doing that. Uh, love seeing that you had a great night with your mom and uh, listening to uh, some um, fantastic John Williams uh, music there. In my head,
0: cool. you photobombing that family was you also realizing simultaneously the challenge you were having with your car and in the back of the It was me photo, smiling and going, then turning
2: into complete <laughs> terror. <laughs> yeah.
0: that, that's what, also let, that me, let me
2: let me clear mind. up this real quick for patron, okay, and we'll talk more about it on the other side. I know that I said the wrong date of the Eminem story. Um, That I guess this year I'm going to have to dress up as an Eminem for Halloween and recreate my story. Um, So we'll we'll get that done. Okay. Oh goodness wonderful
1: Uh, Mike how about you man my pick of the week is going to go to somebody who's been uh, near and dear our DDP family and someone who just celebrated a birthday a few days ago Uh, and that's Michael Taylor and he said this week last year I was in the parks for my birthday and it feels like a lifetime ago I can't wait to go back 175 pounds lighter for those of you don't know if you're not on the Facebook page why but we've all been cheering on Mike he's been going through some stuff and he's been able to have some dramatic weight loss he's looking great he's part of the running group he's part of our Patreon family he's part of our regular DDP family and uh Mike's been doing great. We've all been cheering for him. Everybody here has been, you know, on his side. And uh good job on uh, Mike and happy birthday to you. And you have my pick of the week.
2: Absolutely amazing, amazing work. And he did it over there at the DDP today sorcerer's running page. Go over and check that out right now. Join that. And also look, if you want to know why I was dressed as an M. M&M, if you want to know what happened my corridor go be a part of the patron family. Uh, For as little as $2 a month, you can join the patron family. Click that link below and you can get access to that private Facebook group. You get the bonus show and that's where we talk all the craziness uh, that maybe you hear about every now and then on this main show. We'd love to see you there for sure.
0: I'd like to just clarify, like, don't get me wrong, it is definitely worth joining our Patreon to come across. The M M story and the Cardor story do not qualify in that uh, <laughs> as reasons to definitely join, but like, there's stories nonetheless that we tell. Uh, it is a whole lot of fun. Uh, it gets a little out of hand over there. Um, what was it, Strange Sports last week?
2: Yeah, it was Strange <laughs> Sports. We talked about some uh, interesting sports that maybe you've never heard of that
0: may make Disney's wild world of
2: sports a little bit better.
0: No. Moving on. Um, we do love our Patreon family, and thank you all so much for, uh, for those that do join it. We've got some more content coming up for them real soon. Um, if you haven't yet taken my challenge as we head towards the end of January, why haven't you invited a new listener to uh, DDP uh, and introduce them to it and invited them across to join us uh, on our Facebook page uh, so that you can join in the fun and continue the shenanigans, uh, but also a, a great way to uh, spread that positivity uh, and to uh, to bring new people into uh, this wonderful little community that has been created.
2: You know why when you do that, what goes perfect with positivity? Girl Scout cookies. Click that link below. Get yes! some Girl Scout cookies from Charlotte. And uh, let's absolutely rock out! Make sure she is the number one seller in the she state is, of Florida with Girl well, Scout She's cookies. already
0: the number one in her troop. Uh, like we are doing great. A big thank you and shout out to so many people that have ordered cookies. I think the rest of her troop is like, "Who is this girl? And why does she? Why is her dad so passionate about? I just really enjoy competition, people. Okay. Why does she have this platform?
2: Of thousands of people that are just using their platform to sell um, Girl Scout cookies, I think we're on <laughs> our way
0: yeah. to like nearly hitting a thousand boxes sold. Um, I love it. Just well, let's make it so. two thousand
2: right now. Spread <laughs> some positivity by sending somebody some dosey Uh You guys are the best. Uh, we love you so much. Um, before we close it up, uh, I got to tell you, it's it's one of those times every single week that I look forward to this, and we get on here and I get to spend time with with you guys, and you know Joe wish he could be here tonight. He had something going on, uh, so he was sending his best to you guys as well. Uh, So let's close this up, and let's head over to the patron side. we got a fun topic tonight. We're going to keep it Disney. Kind of went a little off script last week, did did a little non-Disney. So this week we are talking uh, about the best places to watch the Super Bowl at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's one of those pl- things that happens every single year. And if you're on vacation in the Super Bowl, it may be a little more challenging than you think. So we're going to dive into it at some of those great lounges and places around property for you to go and check out the Super Bowl. Let's close it up. Uh, going to start with you, Dan.
3: I uh, know this was a good topic. Uh, I, I learned a little bit because uh, there, there, some of these clubs I didn't know a ton about. Um, I am a little disappointed tonight because UPS told me that they were going to have my Girl Scout cookies delivered tonight, and for some reason they delivered it to my post office, and my post office is going to deliver them tomorrow, and I'm going to be at the firehouse tomorrow, so my boys are probably going to destroy half of those nine boxes of cookies that I've ordered, so I hopefully will get some of them starting on Wednesday. Um, but you know, I guess at the end of the day, I probably don't need a bunch of Girl Scout cookies now in January. So, you
0: know, but
3: no, I'm looking forward to patron,
0: (laughs) uh, Dave. Um, I was just going quickly through the list and I was like, okay, like Disney vacation club as a cast member, it's probably not something high on my list that I need to necessarily join. Um, club 33 is probably not in the budget castaway club, like it, it costs a lot of money. It's a heavy investment. Each of those cruises, um, Club Run Disney, I, I, you know my dispassion for whatever the opposite of passion is uh, for running. Um, and Golden Oak definitely don't live there, just to clarify from earlier in the episode. And i not on the... So I think I'm very quickly leaning towards... Um, to Dan's policy of if it's free, it's for me. I should probably join the D23 uh, free membership club just so that I'm a me- at least a member of one of these. <laughs> yes! A member of a yes! club? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should look into these clubs more.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, definitely become
1: a member. It's uh, Like I said, it's free and it's for you. Uh, Mike, coming to you. <laughs> A uh, Fun topic tonight, like talking about the clubs. Uh, a little bit of something for everybody, somebody for our very exclusive members that can buy those houses in Golden Oaks uh, and, be, Dan's, and you know, be Dave's neighbor or, you know, come join me on a DVC trip. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of everything. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully that maybe you had some questions about it that we kind of answered for you and I'm um, looking forward to Patreon.
2: Love it. Patreon family, stick around. You're coming up. Uh, DDP family, have an amazing week. We appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed the topic. Hope you're a member of one of these groups and if you're not, go right now, join that free Uh, free membership like Dave was just talking about and then make sure to post about it. We want to hear about what of these clubs you're a member of and this is our way to to drag you Golden Oak and Club 33 members out of the woodworks. We want to hear if you're a member. Send us (laughs) a private message and uh, tell us some details. We want to hear all about it. Uh, Guys, have an amazing week. Spread some cheer and until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Have Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward.
1: And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue,